Blog Talk Radio. again on a beautiful evening, a time that we can gather around the table and talk about the goodness of the Lord. Amen. So I am just abundantly blessed tonight, as I know you are as well, and I am extremely excited about our topic tonight. I'm not going to take you, uh, keep you long. I'm just going to address an issue that I feel needs to be reiterated. You already know this. You already know this. But I'm going to reiterate it because we all need encouragement. We need encouragement. And sometimes encouragement comes from people we know about things we already know. We need that encouragement just to undergird us a little bit tighter and push us along the way in our journey of life. So I want to ask a couple of questions. I want to ask just a couple of questions. Number one, are you going through a rough time tonight? Are you going through a rough time? Does it seem like the more you take one step forward, you get knocked two steps back and you just throw your hands up and you're like, Lord, where is this coming from? Why is this happening yet again? Lord, I thought I prayed about this. I thought I received the correct answer. Why is this happening to me yet again? Yet again. And and here comes Another fiery dart. We we planned out everything, God. And now here comes another fiery dart that seemingly comes out of nowhere. It's as if someone is hiding behind a tree with a bow and arrow, and they, they see you coming, and they shoot that arrow. It leaves the bow, and it's headed for its mark. But, you know, the shield of faith will quench that dart, that arrow that's coming at you. And you're just asking, why am I going through this rough time again? Or why is this person who was supposed to be a companion coming at me? Why does it seem as if I pay one bill, now here comes another one unexpectedly? Things just keep popping up. Or why is it, you know, at work? 
I thought everything was fine. And then here comes a fiery dart from behind a tree that I didn't expect from a person I least expected. Now here we go again. And you begin to feel defeated. Is that you? Is that you tonight? Or do you feel like, you know, your life is perfect and tidy just the way you like it and you 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 start to feel some angst. You begin to have trust issues with a person or certain people that seemingly come out of nowhere. It might even be someone in your church. Maybe a close neighbor, a best friend, or just a friend, an associate, a co-worker. You wonder, where is this coming from again? I thought everything was smoothed out. But yet here we go. But yet here we go. And you're wondering. And you're not sure. You're just not sure. You feel boxed in. But I have some good news for you. If that's you, I have some good news for you. Number one, let's just go ahead and establish that the Bible, the word of God, every word in there, every promise in there for you has not failed, nor will it ever fail. It will never fail. Maybe you feel some type of emotional issue, some type of emotional anxiety. You feel like you're on the edge. You don't know what to do. And one more thing happens, you just may fall off that edge, whatever that edge may be for you. But see, something funny happens when we open up the word of God and we begin to go through Genesis to Revelation. Something funny happens. We begin to read about ourselves, even though these words were put together Thousands of years ago, we can read the pages of life today and find them apropos for us because we were written about many, many years ago. And it's in those leather bound boundaries of the Bible, particularly where it says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Isaiah 54, 17, that's our text for tonight. We're just going to highlight it. High level, high level. We're just going to highlight it tonight. But I want to encourage you that no matter what you're going through, the backbiters, the slanderers, the the accusations, people always want to point a finger. But, oh, boy, the attitude changes when you point those fingers back at them. People who don't know how to dance, they learn how to dance real quick. They'll do the Watusi on you. They'll spin and turn around when those fingers get turned back on them. They'll do the wobble. 
and uh, not in a good way either. But I want you to know that no weapon, no matter what that weapon is, people might lie on you, accuse you. Could be a person mistreating you unfairly. Could even be a family member doing that. Could be a loved one doing that. A spouse, a significant other, someone close to you doing that. They're mistreating you. They could be scheming against you. It could be scheming. But I want you to know that this this word, it says, no weapon that is formed, no physical weapon, no spiritual weapon, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. It won't prosper. Not at all. It can't. But you, you, you need to do something, though. You need to keep the faith. Yes, what you're going through may hurt. You may feel betrayed. I've been there more than once. You may feel betrayed. You know you relied on. You know? Or maybe it's someone who's reminding you of something that you did in the past that you're not particularly proud of. And now someone's spreading gossip about you that's been, that issue that they're spreading has been rectified and dealt with a long time ago. And now God has forgiven you for that, but they're throwing this dark. And they want to see where it's going to land. They want to see how you're going to handle it. Or they think you're defeated. There's nothing you can do. That's what they think. But see, they didn't count on this word being the word, no weapon. No weapon, no dart. They didn't count on that. They didn't count on that. No weapon. That is formed against thee shall prosper in every tongue. Every tongue that shall rise against thee, you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Every tongue. It's not those tongues that we want to pick and choose, but every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. That's the Lord's word. That's that's the Lord telling you where you stand. Now, you can believe those false reports that you're going to be defeated, and you are defeated, and it's over for you. There's no way you're going to rise up from the ashes. There's no way you're going to be restored, renewed, and set free. You can believe those lies if you want to. But I'm here to tell you that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. No weapon. No weapon. Rise up and recognize who you are. 
not by what people think you are or who they think you are, but who the word know who the, who the, who God knows you to be. Amen. Who He knows you to be. You have to rise up above it. And when those darts come, you have to look at Ephesians 6. You have to remember what's written there about you in Ephesians 6. I'm just trying to encourage you tonight to pick yourself up. Pick yourself up. Yes, you may have been beat down in your spirit. Over a circumstance that you feel you you have no control over. Some decisions were made that had nothing to do with you. You were not a part of those decisions. But they were made. But you got hit in the aftermath. But I'm here to tell you that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. No weapon. And you're going to put on your whole armor of God, that metaphysical armor written about in Ephesians 6. I'm just going to read some of it right now, starting with verse 10. And if you have your Bibles or your tablet or your phone or whatever media device you may have, follow along. Ephesians 6, starting with verse 10. This is Apostle Paul, he says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, not your might, not your might, his might. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the what? On the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of of the devil. Now that wiles, of course, means schemes. Schemes, which is a weapon formed against you. It's a weapon formed against you, against the wiles or slash schemes of the devil. Put on the whole armor of God. That is a declarative sentence. That is not something that is completely questionable. Right? That is a declarative system. System. Put on the sentence. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Yes, Susie Q, she may have been used to do something against you. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Mm. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. That's twice. That's twice. In four verses, he said, put on that whole armor of God. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. You see, because he, he, you know it's coming. He's telling you, put it on because it's coming. 
stand in the evil day and having done all to stand. He's telling you, you know what's coming. You, you know these circumstances may come. And so we have a blueprint here on how to handle such circumstances. Because we know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. But even still, put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Verse 14, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. See, people can talk whatever they want. They can say whatever they want. But the truth will prevail. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. There's three pieces right there. Verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Now, we started by talking about these darts that come at us, right? You want to quench them? You want to stop them? <laughs> you want to be able to nullify them? Take on your shield of faith. Using your shield of faith is knowing also is also knowing what God says about you. Not what people say about you who don't have your best interests at heart. Who are not looking out for you. Who would just as soon throw you away as they would throw away a banana peel. Because they've got their usefulness out of you. Okay? Not what those people think. Not what accusers think. Not what people who stab you in the back think. Not what people who are scheming against you back, uh, uh, against you think. Not people who are forming weapons against you physically and or spiritually. No, not at all. Mm-mm. But above, but above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. All means all, all the fiery darts of the wicked. No matter what type of dart. You know, those of you who know me, you, you know I, I enjoy Marvel movies. And lately, within the past, what, year or more, the Disney Channel has had multiple shows, uh, television shows that, that stream on that channel. One of those most recent shows during the holidays of 2021 was Hawkeye. Hawkeye, if you're familiar with the character, you know that he is a fantastic archer who never misses. He uses darts, i.e. arrows, with different types of tips on them, and each tip does something different. He can use a tip that would hit a car, regular-sized car, and turn into a miniature car or a large car, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, it's a little goofy. It's a little <laughs> whimsical. It's kind of silly, but, you know, it's a Marvel character. What are you going to do? Well, <laughs> imagine that these different things coming at you, these darts, these arrows, they have a different tip on them designed to do something different to you. Or cause you to behave a certain way, depending upon the dart. 
But see, this word says the shield of faith will quench all the fiery darts. So it doesn't matter what type of dart is coming at you. It doesn't matter how big you think the dart is. It doesn't matter how small you think the dart is. It doesn't matter if the dart is designed to come at you and affect people in your household against you, people in the workplace against you, your neighbor, your spouse, your significant other, your best friend. It doesn't matter what the dart is. It says all the fiery darts of the wicked. Verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's critical. All of it is critical. But verse 17, I want to highlight right now. And take the helmet of salvation. Are you wearing your helmet? You know who you are. Do you know who you are? You have on your helmet of salvation. Are you saved? And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Are you using the word of God? The offensive weapon. It cuts going and coming. That's why it's a two-edged sword, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. You meet a Christian who doesn't pray much. You You have not met much of a Christian. I said it, and I'm not trying to be offensive. It's just real talk. If you meet a Christian who doesn't pray much, I will submit to you, you have not met much of a Christian. Prayer within the Christian life is as critical as the air you breathe. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Mm-hmm. Verse 17. Back to verse 17. Which is the word of God. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Which is the word of God. If you're not praying and you're not using the word of God, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's like a person standing in a parking lot saying, I need to get down the street to another parking lot. How do I get there? I can't walk. How do I get there? But you're standing next to a vehicle and you have the key in your pocket, but you're not using the key to unlock the door to get behind the wheel to drive down the street. But yet you call yourself a driver. So how is it that you're Christian when the key is prayer and using the word, but circumstances come your way and you don't use the shield of faith, you're not praying and you're not using the word? What are you doing? You have everything you need. But you say you want to get somewhere. You'll never get down the street, especially since you're not in a position to walk. And no one's coming by to pick you up. What are you doing? You can't rely on pastor for everything. You can't. 
And I'm not trying to be offensive or hurt anyone's feelings. But the Lord saved you individually. You, right? He saved no weapon that is formed against you, right? That word is for you. So prayer, the word of God, the shield of faith, they all work hand in hand. He's giving you the word. You have to use that shield. And you have to speak the word. Have on that helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and praying always with prayer and all supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. I'm just encouraging you, and I'm trying to convey to you that you have every Thing you need Everything you need And so When these darts Are coming at you and I want you to think about The word where it says No weapon That is formed against thee shall prosper And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment Thou shalt condemn This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord And their righteousness is of me Saith the Lord Stand on that. I've had to. I've had to recently, <laughs> quite quite frankly. Stand on it. Believe it. Receive it. Accept it. It's real. But perhaps you're like me where, you know, I, I have to come out of my feelings sometimes. I'm, I'm just being transparent and serious, okay? I'm being real. You have to come out of your feelings because... As much as God loves us, and we know he does, as much as he cares about us, and we know he does, your feelings is one thing, okay? You can't live your Christian life by your feelings. If you do that, oh my goodness, let me be the first to tell you, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. It's not about your feelings. It's about the word. And being led by the Spirit of God. Because those who are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. That's the word. Not about your feelings. Because we have some brothers and sisters who are more sensitive than others. That's everywhere you go all around the world. Some people have tougher skin, if you will. Some don't. They don't have that. And so if you are constantly driven by your feelings and by what you see... Let me tell you, there's going to be mistakes made that shouldn't be made. Stick by the word. Live by the word. By the word. By the word. You have to go by the word and pray and seek the Lord and remember who you are. Remember, no weapon. You're going through those rough patches with people and circumstances. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, right? Come out of your feelings. Let me encourage you to do that. Come out of your feelings, okay? And just look at things for what they are. And then you know how to attack them because Ephesians 6 says, it talks to you about the whole arm of God. And quenching all those darts with the shield of faith. 
You know, you, you may be, maybe you're tempted to go through some issue or maybe you're tempted to do something that you know is wrong. That's a fiery dart too, by the way. That's the tempter's job to tempt you, right? That's his job. It's your job to resist it. It's your job to resist it. Consider Jesus and, and keep in the backdrop of your mind about living by the word. Consider Jesus in Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. And I'm going to read this starting with verse 4. I won't read the whole chapter, but I'll just read some of it. It says, Then when Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Now, this is Jesus. Okay? Jesus. Now, if you say, well, I can't be tempted. I'm a born again. Jesus. Okay? This is about to be tempted. We're about to read. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he afterward hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. See, here here comes the tempter to bother him. We go through that. We go through that. We do. We do. But we have to remember the word. And it says, and when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Now, this is what Jesus said. And let's take this to heart because I'm going to take this to heart. So take this to heart. It says, answered and said, it is written. See, he referred to the word. This is Jesus himself. Look who he's talking to. He's speaking to the tempter, the devil himself. He's reminding this man of what's written. Well, the devil. He's, he's reminding the devil of what is written. So you have to refer back to the word. Because as smart as we may be, as intelligent and as talented we may be, we still all need the word. We all need the word. It says, but he answered and said, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Okay? So, let's tie this in. When you're going through issues and these fiery darts are coming at you, and you remember that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against you in judgment you shall condemn, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Now, you're going through, you remember all of that. Just remember that every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, that's what we live by. Not your feelings, not your feelings, not your opinion, not even your thoughts that don't lead you back to the word. Okay? It's not about our feelings. It's about the word. We could be going through the most hurtful, painful patch in our life. It's still going to be about the word because the word has healing. Healing. The word, and then you know what you do? You couple that word with some praise. Now, I have another message about praise, but praise. 
Now he's talking to look who he's talking to. We have to speak to those circumstances we go through. Mm-mm. No, we have to say no. Uh, uh-uh, wait a minute. No, hold on. I know who I am, and I remember one of the promises of God. Oh, it says, "No weapon formed against me shall prosper." Oh, yeah. See, I got the antidote to that. See, you're trying to spread some poison over here, but see, I have the antidote. Oh, I remember. No weapon. No weapon. Oh, you throwing a fiery dart? Hey, guess what? See this shield of faith? Sorry, Charlie. You're not getting anywhere. Look look at this shield of faith. Isn't it nice and shiny? Isn't it nice and shiny? Good luck with that, buddy. Shield of faith is going to quench those darts because I know who I am and I know whose I am. Then verse 5 says, then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple. Verse 6 said unto him, and said unto him, if thou be the son of God. Now he's, see, now he's questioning who God is. Not that he didn't know, but he, he's, he's throwing out that doubt. If thou be. Isn't that what people do to us? Well, if you all that, well, if you this, well, if you that, there's the accuser. If thou be. Wait a minute. You know who you're talking to or you wouldn't have walked over here to tempt me to begin with. You already know who I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> What do you mean, if thou be? I know you plan. If thou be, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, he should give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Now, I don't want to be the person who allows the devil to quote the word, and I don't. Catch that. Now, here's the devil quoting the word, but when I'm going through something, I'm not going to quote the word. Now, how come the devil can do that, but I can't do that? Or or sometimes we don't do that. We got to call our best friend and tell him about all our troubles for the day before we even quote the word. What? Hmm? The devil did it. But we got to call our support group first. We haven't prayed. We haven't sought the Lord. None of that. None of that. And we're not speaking to anything with the word. We got to call our gossip group. You can call it uh, your church social group, whatever you want to call it. But uh, we all know not a lot of those, you know, those groups, they, they, they look. All I'm saying is, don't be the gossiping one. Pray first. That's all I'm saying. I can't say it any better than that. Pray first. Speak the word. Remember who you are. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now, how did Jesus handle this? What did he say? Jesus said unto him, "Is it is written. See, here we go again. When Jesus answered him the first time, Jesus said, it is written. Now, here's the second time. It is written. See, he's not trying to he's not trying to go outside of the word. He's staying where he's supposed to be. It is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. It is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Talking about standing on this word right here, living by the word. Knowing who we are, believing what it says, quenching the darts with the shield of faith. 
Hmm? It is written. That's the second time. It is written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Verse 8. Again, the devil took him up unto an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. Verse 9. And said unto him, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said unto him, Now you're about to get rebuked. Look at this. Then Jesus then said Jesus unto him, get thee, get thee hence, Satan, which is to say, get thee behind me, for it is written, third time, for it is written. Do you see that? Three times Jesus has said, it is written, for it is written, for it is written. He's sticking with the word, for it is written. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now, three times he's been rebuffed. You see that? Three times. And so we we have to stick with the word and stay there. Stick with the word and stay there. Believe what it says about you. I'm just trying to encourage you. Believe what it says about you. Don't go outside of this word. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil left him. You see that? The devil left him. The devil left him. And behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Remember, we walk by faith, not by sight. You see that? Jesus used the word, right? He used the word. We have to do that. That's what we have to do and stand on it. That's why we have it. That's how you survive here. On this earth That's how we survive See he, he didn't go by Anything he saw He went by the word His walk was about faith Not by what he saw And he used the word That's what we have to do So whatever you're going through right now You got to use the shield of faith And remember who you are And know that no Weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the service of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. But see, you have to believe that word. In spite of your circumstances, you have to believe that word and stand on it because you can't walk by sight. Last week we said, we talked about faith. And what did we say? We said that we define faith, first of all, about faith being the substance and the evidence of things not seen, right? We talked about that. And we talked about how faith moves God. So 
what you see going on and things coming at you and circumstances you find yourself in and you, you're wondering, well, how do I get out of this or how do I rebuff this? How do I go on, go forward? Well, refer to the word and know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Speak to that issue that you're going through and then live accordingly. Live as if you're victorious because you are. You you can you can talk about victory, but you need to live victorious. Don't live defeated. And what I mean by that is if you if you speak in the word but you living like you don't believe the word, that's a problem. You have to get this word in your spirit to the point where you you know this word is what it is and what you read about it is true. You know what you read about it is true. That's why I like First John 5. First John 5 says, when you pray, if you believe that you, that God heard you, then believe that you're going to receive the petitions that you requested. And I'm paraphrasing that. I'm not reading it directly. But you have to believe what you prayed for, that God heard you, and you know that you have those petitions. It's done. It's done. Talking about when these things, whatever those things or darts may be that come against you, walking by faith and knowing that they won't prosper. No weapon formed against you, physical or spiritual, will prosper because you're walking by faith, not by sight. And that's 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7. So it's not about what you see or even what you feel, right? Your feelings do not change. Or preempt God's word. His word will always stand. Right? So, I mean, your feelings are important. Don't get me wrong. But your feelings are not preemptive. Right? It doesn't preempt God's word. No. It doesn't. See, he He knows who you are. Because he already declared who you were a long time ago. He knows this. You have to know who you are. You have to get in your mind. And I've had to do this, and it has been a struggle for me sometimes. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going through this issue. Okay, wait a minute. Oh, then after I've calmed down a minute. Can I, look, I'm transparent. I'm just being real. After I've calmed down a minute. Okay, you know what? All right, guess what? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. We're good now. We're good now. Yeah, that's right. I remember God's word. Yeah, okay. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. So hey, good, good luck with that. Whatever it is you're trying this time, good, good luck with that. But this shield of faith is, is still here, though. Oh, and I have the buckler, too. See, Psalms talks about the buckler. The buckler was a smaller shield that fit across the shoulder. So you had the shield of faith, or you should, I should say you had the shield, the regular military shield, which was a larger shield than the buckler. The buckler was smaller, and it fit on the shoulder. And, you know, sometimes in Psalms, the Bible says, well, the Lord is your shield and buckler. Your shield and buckler, that's God. Right? So, your shield of faith, your sword of the Spirit, using the word, speaking the word, which is the word of God. Right? And, and I want you to know one thing. I want you to know that no matter what you're facing right now, no matter the fiery dark, 
I want you to know two things. Believe and stand on God's word, number one. Number two, I want you to know that you're not just a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. Romans 8, verse 36 to 39. And we're almost done here. It says, as it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Then verse 37 says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor any else in all creation. Right? Nor any else in all creation nor any else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow. And that's a new international version I just read in case you're wondering. It says, neither death nor height nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hold on. Hold on. You have to change your atmosphere. You change your atmosphere by also changing your attitude toward these circumstances. If you're like, oh, my God, this is coming against me again. I don't know what to do. And, and I get that. I get that. I understand. I understand. But here's the deal. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon, no matter what it is. And you may begin to feel defeated. Hey, I've been there sometimes. You begin to feel defeated like, oh my goodness, man, again? Oh Lord, well, I don't want to go through this anymore. Why I got to deal with this? But then you begin to bolster yourself with the word and prop yourself up and you get a a, a stiff spine. You, 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 you man up or woman up and you, you begin to put that chin up and you're like, wait a minute, Jesus said, uh, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Oh, wait a minute. Now, there's something in this word for me about this circumstances. Now, let me pray. Let me get to what it is that I can stand on this time. Because, see, God always give you something to stand on. He'll always give you something to stand on. You will not have a moment in your life where you have nothing that you can hold on to. See, don't believe that you will. You will always have something that you can stand on. You will always have a word you can stand on. You will always have a word of encouragement from this from this Bible that you can stand on. The Lord will give you something, right, that you can hold on to and sink your teeth into. And you'll be like, wait a minute. That word right there about no weapon formed against me should prosper. Okay, I'm good. That's for me. That, that, that's for me in every circumstance. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The whole armor of God. Oh, yes. That metaphysical armor. Yes, that's that's for me. You mean the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the good truth? What? Oh, the shot of feet with preference God? Okay. I'm good now. I'm good. Don't even worry about it. Oh, what are you trying to do? Then you know what? You'll get to a point when you can just laugh. I'm not saying you'll be there immediately. Okay. Maybe you will. But I'm just simply telling you, if you're not, stand on this word.
stand on this word right here and know that you are more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That's verse 37 of Romans chapter 8. So then ask yourself, who told you you were defeated? Who told you that? Who told you these fiery darts, these circumstances, these things coming at you, these weapons that's been formed against you, who told you that they would prevail? No one, no one, spiritually speaking, from this word of God, ever told you that those things would prosper because God said they would not. The circumstances you're going through has to be submitted to God. Submitted to God. God, you know what? I can't handle this because, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to put it in your hands because I know you're going to handle it far better than I ever could. So I'm going to give this to you. Here, God, you hold this right here. You just hold this, this bag of issues right here. And I'm going to go over here and I'm going to pull out this sword of the spirit right here. And I'm going to speak to this thing. And I'm going to say, you know what thing, whatever that thing may be, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm-mm. No, no, no. And, and the things you that's coming at me, oh, by the way, they're in that bag I just gave God over there. See, he's going to handle all of that. But me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep in lockstep with him, and I'm going to use this shield of faith that he gave me, right? And I'm going to have on this whole arm of guard, okay? And, and I know that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of his mouth. So uh, look here, circumstance. Nice try. You won't prevail because no weapon. Right. And because, oh, I just submitted all of that stuff over to God. But at the same time, I have this shield of faith. Because you shot one dart, you're probably going to shoot two. Uh, or you might end up shooting ten. But it doesn't matter because I still have this shield of faith. And when in due time and in due season, God's still going to fix it all. Because, see, I gave it to him. But in the meantime, I'm going to have this whole armor on and come at me if you want to, bro. You see? That's how that works. That's how that works. That's how that works. And I have to remind myself of this, okay? But that's how it works. And the next thing you know, your whole atmosphere, your attitude, everything has changed. And those circumstances, those darts being thrown at you, they've been removed. And, and and now all of a sudden you figured out you got the key in your pocket to the car that's in the parking lot with you. And now you can stick your key in the door because you remember, oh, I already got the key. My bad. So now you're going in your pocket, you're taking out the key, and you're using it. And now you're driving yourself down the street. Guess what? You're on to a new level. <laughs> you just moved up. You're on to a new level because see, you had the key to begin with. But see, you, you, you're looking all over the parking lot for the vehicle you need, and you're standing right next to it. Praise God. You already had it. You had it the whole time, and you're like, wow, what do I do now? It's right there. Get on down the parking Get on down the street. Move on to the next thing because you've already done. You're done with that. You're done with that. On to the next level. Praise God. Praise God. 
And so just just remember, the word of God is the word of God. It does not change. God does not change. Matter of fact, in Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, he said, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. He doesn't change. This word doesn't change. It doesn't change. So we're going to stand on this word. People come at us, circumstances we don't expect, whatever those circumstances may be for you, you're still going to stand on this word. For it is written. For it is written. For it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And we're going to stand on this word. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to get deep, deep, deep down in our spirit so that we will never forget that no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So be encouraged, saints. Be encouraged. And God bless you. And I just want to thank you for listening in. I want to thank you for being prayerful with us. And I hope you have been encouraged tonight. And refer back to this message if you need to. As often as you need to. But be encouraged tonight. And know that Jesus loves you. You. Yes, he does. Praise God. He loves you. He does. And I want you to know. I want you to know. That you are not alone. You're not alone. You are not alone. And you never will be. You're going to put your trust in God. And I'd be remiss if I didn't ask if there's anyone listening to this, no matter where you are, no matter what you've done. Is there anyone listening to this who doesn't know who Jesus Christ is? I want to invite you to come to know who Jesus is. All you do is you ask God to forgive you of your sins. You believe that he is who he said he is. He's the Lord. He died on the cross. He's risen. And he is seated at the right hand of God. And his blood was shed for you as a propitiation for our sins. And you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. The Bible says you shall be saved. It's just that simple. In Romans chapter 10, verse 8 through 13, it says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. You are whosoever. Whosoever. doesn't matter. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That is what it says. That's you. So just ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins and, and come into your heart right now. Be your Lord and Savior. Lead and guide you. Teach you his word. He'll do that. He'll do that. And Lord, I just thank you for this word tonight. I thank you, God, for those who are listening. I pray salvation and peace and strength upon those, God, who 
will call upon your name. And those who are seeking you, Lord, to have a closer walk with you, I thank you for them. And I thank you, Lord God, that they'll be blessed in what they do, that their the work of their hands will be blessed. And we thank you for the sustenance that you provide. We thank you for the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding. We thank you, God, for your protection and your peace. And certainly for your love, grace, and mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. This has been Brother John of Elisha Power Ministries. I thank you for your time and your patience. And we'll be back, God willing, next weekend with another inspirational message that will encourage you to go on and fight the good fight of faith. God bless you.